Hi, everyone. This is Jenny G. Perry, and you are listening to Goddess and Gab. I want to welcome my guest, Paige Filiator. And I love that because I'm from Philly, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's his nickname. Welcome, that's darling. His nickname. <laughs> really? Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. It's a good yep. nickname. Welcome. And Thank I want you to um, tell everybody a little bit about you. Just give them the page version. Okay, sure. So I am an energetic strategist, a healer, and a business mentor. And I work with high-performance women, women that are running uh, multi-six and seven-figure businesses. And they want to be running it from a place of proactivity as opposed to reactivity. Um, They want to understand their energetic patterns and how it affects those around them without them even knowing how it does really understanding the unseen forces that create their wealth, their abundance and the health um, of their of themselves and their businesses. And I also own um, a subscription box service called Spellbox, and we deliver a monthly magic to your door. So every single month you're getting, it's like a new age shop, except for we're doing the shopping for you and we're delivering it to the door. And there's a monthly theme every single month and a description and how you can use it with the moon and, and how it really pertains to each month's energetic forecast. I absolutely love that. And, and so I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to say some nice things about Paige for a couple of minutes here. Um, and then we're going to talk full moon because I think that people are drawn to the full moon and they don't know why. And so I live in New Jersey at the Jersey shore So like last night, I, you know, looked out the window to the full moon and of course I'm going to go down to the beach tonight and Mm -hmm. I don't care how cold it is. It's one of these things that I feel like the moon represents something that the moon and the sun, those of us that are very conscious can feel this connection and other people, I mean, they realize, you know, vitamin D or the sun and whatnot, but the moon, that moon is the same moon that everybody on the planet is looking Mm -hmm. at and it's the same moon that people have, you know, been born and died under for you know hundreds of years and it just it to me it it gives me such a deep connection that I can't explain so I want them to see I want you to give them like the um the easiest version for them to understand because I think that some people like if they read the forecast um on you know mystic mama or sage goddess or any of those they're like what like it goes over their head so I want you to break it down for them but I just want to say that I met Paige last year and we connected through, we um, were connected through uh, like a business venture type thing. And um, I've just watched her take off so much in the past year. It's been so beautiful to watch. And I'm just like so excited for her new venture because it's like right up my alley. And just watching you take off has just been amazing. And there was something that happened um, with this person who wound up being shady and, you know, we both know, knew who it was, and she had made this video that I really needed to hear because I questioned my intuition in that, how did I misread this person? And then when Paige did it, it's not that it made me feel better, but I was like, no, there's just some of us that we are such lovers that that's, it's a superpower, and also some people would see, then you can get hurt, but I always want to keep my heart open. So that video to me was um was super helpful, you know, to validate for myself, like that my gifts are true. Cause yeah, we all have moments of doubt. Um, so I just want to say, Paige, I'm so proud of you. You're doing so awesome. And I will be your forever cheerleader. And I can't wait to check out Spellbox. Yeah. It's so awesome. And I love watching your little guy grow up. It's too cute. Thank you. Let's talk moon. 
Yeah. So yeah, Ford is such a gift and I really enjoy sharing him with everyone. That's kind of, um, you just want to speak on that, you know, that's his energy and that's what he's here to do. He's really here to, to make people happy. And so I know that it's my, it's kind of my duty to, to share that with him, with people. And even when sometimes I, I'm like, I don't want to share him. Um, I know that it's kind of like my, my purpose here, one of my purposes here and, and he's the gift. So thank you so much for saying that you enjoy watching him grow up. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about full moon. So, um, what I want to say about me is I'm not an astrologer. I read energy. I feel energy. I see energy. Um, I hear energy. <laughs> and so, um, I'm always pleasantly surprised when I do an energetic forecast, um, or I'm feeling something and then I check the, I check the horoscope and it's right on. And so we are in a full moon in Libra and we are also currently in the middle of a retrograde and I am not a retrograde alarmist whatsoever. I'm very much about like, okay, here's what's going on. Here's typically what the world around you is going to be feeling. And here's how you can actually take control of the situation and really leverage. I'm all about leveraging this energy, um, in these times. And so this full moon is really it's really call, uh, calling us to look at look at the things that we're in the middle of right now and the things that we're doing and the things that we're building in our life and our business and how we're doing it right now and really taking stock of how we're doing it right now. And it really is asking us to look at how we were doing it nine, 10 years ago and kind of where we were in our life and where we are now in this new cycle and just kind of honor ourselves for that and keep taking big and bold action in our businesses in the direction that we want to go, even if it's a little uncomfortable in this time. So I don't know if it has a lot to do with necessarily being in Libra, but I know the sun, the sun is in Aries right now and it's a lot of new energy coming through, um, a lot of a lot of new energy coming through and a lot of old energy leaving. And so it can leave us very, it can leave us very excited and curious to get to know this new energy and this new person, not necessarily new person, but this person that we're really stepping into. Um, but also there's a part of us that's grieving the loss of this person that we've known for a very long time that has got us to this point, but is not going to get us to where we're going. And so there's a beautiful um, birth and loss process happening right now. And I think the full moon is really just shining a big, bright, gorgeous pink light over it right now. And really asking you to take stock of where you want to be going and what you want to be creating your business and the precedent that you want to be setting in your business and in this world, the movement that you want to create and to release any of the things that, that may not serve you in getting there and releasing them with love and blessings and honoring, honoring that person that you were and just getting really curious about the person that you are in this moment. It, it calls for deep, deep, deep reflection. It calls for disconnection. Um, and it calls for honoring any commitments that you made for yourself. And it definitely calls for real deep civic duty self-care. So not like cutesy self-care, but like, what do you need? <laughs> what do you need I, to support yourself? Like, what do you need every single day to support yourself in this new energy and all the things that are coming in? What do you 
need? Like, do you need three baths a day? Do you need to lay down with your belly on the earth and just listen to the earth? Do you need to connect with your higher self every single day? Do you need to not be around your child for X amount of hours until we're through this energy? That's okay. What do you need? And be ruthless with making sure that that happens for you. So that's where we are. I love that. And, and the whole idea of like, just if I can, if I can let you know what I'm feeling in that, you know, full moons are a time of release. And like you said, um, you know, that releasing of the old, like that's when, that's when like the spiritual journey is messy and working with your shadow and being honest. Like I have been so honest with myself in the past couple of months that I'm like, wow, I even shocked myself where it's like, to, I always say like to love yourself is not when you're doing things right. Because when you are like, when you like made the cookies the right way and you didn't yell, it's like, that's not self-love. That's easy. It's when you said something you're like, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. Or something triggers, you know, something triggers something within you and you're, you're hurting so bad. And you're like, what the heck? like, like being a human is hard sometimes. Like the shit that just happened with Syria with the kids the other day. I was like, sometimes being a human, I've literally questioned, this sounds so bad, but I've literally questioned at times like whether I was meant to be on earth because wow. it, I yeah. would feel it, so, so deeply that they, I was like, what the fuck is not, up with certain people? Earth and humanness is not for the faint of heart. Like before we come here, we are like, I don't say warned, but we're like, this is, being a human is... We're coming here to transmute the energy and the karma for our guides, our guide, for our galactic families. Like we are here to do some serious work and we're here for as long as it takes to get that done. So it's not easy being human and you're going to have those days where it's like, I I, I full body cried on Friday over Syria, like for hours. Mm -hmm was inconsolable and I don't make sense to a lot of people. A lot of people are like, you don't know any Syrians. <laughs> like you don't know them. Why are you literally mourning? And I'm like, I'm mourning for them. I'm literally I'm taking their energy and running it through because they don't have anything left right now. Like they literally cannot. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are like, they, they need help carrying that. They need help transmuting that if they are feeling like it's overwhelming what they're feeling. And I want to help assist in that way. And, and that's, that's part of my calling. And that's what we're doing as human beings is we're literally just helping everybody get through this human experience. It's, we are quite honestly a whole when we are put together. I mean, how our energy circuits are in through our body and like our gates and, and things that are pertaining to the human design, which is your energetic framework. I won't even go too far into that, but I mean, my, like whatever I don't have complete, you know, a circuit that I don't have complete, my husband does, or like taught or something, a center I don't have defined, Ford does. And we're literally all here together when you get a lot of us in a room to be a whole energetic, powerful being. And that takes work. And so, yeah, it is, it's gross some days. It is so gross. <laughs> well, it's, I remember saying like, you know, when I would, I've been studying spirituality for like 20 years, off and on, like I would like be in a massive learning cycle. And then I would, and then I would have to integrate it. And I would actually try to normalize myself. And I was like, this is getting too hard, too intense. I need to stop growing. And now I'm just going to act normal. And I'd be yeah. like, I'm just going to be a mom. And so I would go through these cycles of like, and also finding my own edge 
you know, and seeing how far I could take myself to my own edge, like where the end of I, like the end of who I am was. And that's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. Just dealing with the light parts of yourself is what a lot of people do. That's why I can't stand chit chat. That's why we, you know, we talked for a half an hour before we got on her because we were like needy talk. And, you know, the chit chat is when people just want to stay with the light. I didn't come here for that. Right. But when I, when I would, you know, was studying spirituality probably like 10 years ago, remember, um, you know, reading some uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer and I was like, well, being spiritual and being happy would be easy if like everything was good. And how laughable is that? Like in, on earth, <laughs> like, right. of course it would be. It's like, it would be easy if, if no one hurt the other person, but it's, it's, that's where, you know, maybe you want to talk to them about like where to focus because you can get really sucked in to, you know, to the dramas and to the traumas and all of that with collective consciousness, especially right now. So how, like, I know you said self-care, but how to keep your head about water and then how does that relate to business? Yeah. Um, compassion and narcissism at the end of the day, you know, um, caring and not care, like caring about people, but not carrying the weight of those things for people. Um, unless they, you know, unless they come to you and they ask for it. So it's really about not taking people's power and not, taking responsibility for other people and taking full and total responsibility for yourself, like every single moment of every single day. And that's how you can operate in your business as well. You know, um, allow others to be that mirror, but also be aware of the triggers, be aware of the little things and don't, you don't have to go in and make it your story. Like, um, I'm trying to give an example. Um, something was triggering me the last couple of days and I was like, well, either I can, take the time I need to take to go in and look at this and just, you know, knock it out, <laughs> honor it, give it its moment and then let it go finally and forever as opposed to maybe next month because next month's energy is kind of regressive. It's bringing up some echoes. We're closing some shit out. Um, and so letting it happen, letting it go. And then next month it manifesting into a lock and key situation, like actually attracting something into my life in order to face it head on. I don't need all of that. You know, I'm taking responsibility for my energy. I'm taking responsibility for my path. And I'm saying, this is triggering me. This is not them. This is me. It's always me. What's going on? What, what do I, what am I learning right now? Um, that's why I can't really get sucked into all the shaming that's going on right now, because it used to trigger me and now it's just like, I don't see a whole lot of personal responsibility happening. And I mean, radical personal, like complete radical ownership and responsibility happening. Um, and so I, I just, I'm just moving on. I'm just moving mm -hmm. on from it because it, I looked at it and I was like, is this me? Is this actually triggering me? Am I going to attract more of this into my situation? And it's like, no, this just isn't your work right now. Keep it moving. But I needed to check on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, mm -hmm. what do I need to do to make sure that I'm completely prepared for this next chapter? Do I need, how do I make sure that I'm supported in my home? How do I make sure that I'm supported um, in my business? And so I had to move my, my assistant who was helping me online into a personal assistant role. So he's supporting me throughout the house and making sure the house is clean and that I feel good and, and expressed in my environment. And then I had to bring on somebody that just solely takes care of my clients because I, the only way I'm going to feel good is knowing that they're completely and hundred percent energetically taken care of when I'm not actually in their aura. And that makes me feel supported and, 
and creates all the space for me to actually take the time to sit and um, do this work, this inner work. So I don't, I'm not, I don't have all this energetic space taken up. For me, this moon is truly about taking up my space, allowing myself to take up the space because I have not for so long. And so mm-hmm. how can I be supported in taking up the space? That's, I, I love that. Shrinking. I, I just, I, this is just speaking to me so much because I think that as women, I know, well, first of all, you brought up two, like two excellent points. The thing about the trigger, my dad, my dad said something to me on Sunday and I had multiple things like where I got triggered, not just from him, but from somebody else. And so he thought that I met a girlfriend at a restaurant that has a bar attached to it on Friday night. And I was telling him that I was sitting at the bar. Well, my dad was, was getting like, kind of like, Oh, you shouldn't have gone there on a Friday night. And I'm like, what? So my, my little girl inside was mm-hmm. like feeling judged, feeling like I needed mm-hmm. to explain myself when I knew I did nothing wrong, like just silliness. And I literally could feel myself because he's one of, he's one of my greatest teachers because he can piss me off the most and I love him. But, um, so I went into my bedroom and one of my kids needed me and I was able to shift because that's about me. What he says, he's Archie Bunker. I, you know, what he says is who he is and I love him and I don't try to change him because mm-hmm. we're, like, that's just silly. I did that in my twenties. But then the second part of it is, is that you just gave me a huge lesson in the way that, you know, being a woman is like, when you want to be a woman, like at an Oprah level, okay, let's just, cause she's like one of our, you know, people that, um, we all aspire to be at that level. So she doesn't have any children, okay? And you know she has a, a billion people on her staff. But I had such a hard time in a way of not trying to do everything. And I was like, let certain things off my radar. Like, I don't have to make the cupcakes for school anymore. Even though when I was a stay-at-home mom, I felt like I had to do all these things to be a mother. And then in the past few years of business, I had to decide, like, if I delegated out someone doing the laundry, if I delegated out this or that, the other, like, who am I in this? Because energetically, I had wrapped up certain things that I do with the kids as part of mom duties and making you be a good mom. Like, it's silly, but like, it's, it's the things that, like, even as a wife, you could say, even as a daughter, like, if you have your assistant buying all the presents for everybody, like, does that make it, you know, less that you're a good daughter if they buy something for your dad? No. It doesn't, obviously, but the mother thing is such a huge thing that generationally, like our generation right now is redefining this, what the mother is and yeah, you know, what she looks like and all of that. Yeah, it's like, it's, so it's pretty powerful what you said. I would rather have my assistant go buy the thing and it get done than put it on my plate and it not get done. You know, I'm not, I am not in the game of like how it got done. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't take away the meaning that the thought I had the thought, I want to support you. I want to buy this present for you. I want to be, you know, I had the thought, so I'm, I, however it gets done, you know, and I think I want to speak on this because it came to me and, and I think it's really relevant. And we spoke about this before. Um, a lot of the shaming that's going on and people, people saying, I need, you know, if we don't talk about it, then another person's going to get screwed over. And I get that, but here's where I'm at. It's not my responsibility to make other people take responsibility. And it's not my responsibility to protect other people. 
that is their power. That is their responsibility. And I, that's not my work. That's not where I'm at right now. That's not the work I'm here to do. And if I did that all day long, if I made that my responsibility, one, I'm taking part, a part of their power from them and their responsibility to themselves from them. I'm, I'm enabling them. And Two, it's going to take away from the work I'm really here to do. And so when you see situations like that come about that are somewhat triggering, that was triggering for me, but not in the way that I thought it would be. So I had, I had an experience where I was bullied and I don't, I don't even like to use the word bullied because like then it's, it's very victim oriented. But um, I was in a situation where I was shamed without anybody thinking for one second that it may not be true or that it may, that it may hurt me. And I, I thought that maybe like people being shamed would trigger that in me, but it wasn't actually that. And I had to stop and say, what is this? What is this? And it was actually me feeling guilty in that moment for not protecting other people. And then I had to stop and say, is this my job? Is this what I'm here to do? Is taking responsibility for other people really in service to them? And and it wasn't. So like everything is a teacher and all of this stuff, this energy that's coming in is for you, but it's, you're just being very, very called to look at it. And, you know, two parts of what you just said that I see that are, that we're shifting is that martyr that, you know, I have to protect everybody. That martyr mom thing is where the women felt like they had to do everything. And that martyr was like, you know, my mom's generation, her grandmother, like women, that was part of like, a value like a self-worth of that then having to sacrifice and that responsibility and that's where like the guilt and the worry would come from and Mm -hmm. that's just dying out like martyr is just like martyr is victim in a different outfit like completely and also and also the light worker dynamic like for years this wounded healer would be like it was actually um it was like it was actually the term was called prematurely transcendent and it was about like people who would be in their in their in their three higher chakras, but they weren't grounded, so they couldn't have a healthy relationship. They couldn't pay their bills. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that. So this sacrifice of this light worker would be like, I can't have good. I can't want material things because other people are suffering, or I have to heal the planet. And I did that where I would hold space when I shouldn't have because it would only hurt me. And that that I feel like is what you're speaking of where. That manifests in disease when people are trying to take responsibility for other people. Mm-hmm. And it's and not your job. It's not your job. And it will, they, you are not responsible for their journey and they will get what they did. They need, I'm not saying not what they deserve, but they will get what they need. And you will know that if this is your, if that is your job or not, but I, I'm 90% sure that it's most likely not because it's most of the time, not anybody's job to save anybody else. Um, and it really is like at the end of the day, it's like, I would rather spend the time helping the women that are being like, that are being called out, understand where they can take ownership and where they can now take complete and radical ownership in their business and of their energy to prevent these situations. Because 90% of the time it isn't a vindictive thing and isn't a a thing where they're trying to hurt somebody else. It's just that they built a business that's too big for their energy, or they built a business that's so far out of alignment and that they can't fulfill promises or that they don't know any better. And so I would rather spend my time there as opposed to trying to save other people from that person. 
I would rather just mm. help heal that person. So there's nobody to quote unquote save as if there is anybody to save. That's a good point. Cause we've heard people, we've seen people's names drive through the mud at different times where they didn't fulfill or deliver on something. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, it's not, it sounds mean, but I don't really care because I've just been, I've seen it become some of that drama, you know, type of situation where I was even like when I was, during my podcast this past year, I was like, I hope I don't have anyone like that. And I was like, that was a fear. I was like, I hope I don't promote anybody that's like that. And I should find out who those people are. So that way, and it's like, dude, you might be one of those people to somebody else because that's just the way, you know, the nature of the way life is. Like, so you're not going to meet somebody's expectations on something because that's part of life. Well, yeah. If you look life, at any people. author, they're going to have bad reviews on something, right? Yeah, you don't fail you're not, you're not failing to be who you are. You're just failing to meet an expectation that you may need You may need to manage differently and that you will manage differently in the future. And you need to take radical ownership of that issue. And then you need to move on and not do it that way again. But it's all about people stopping and looking and taking radical ownership of their part in every single, uh, taking the radical ownership of their part in their life. You know, when something Mm. like that happened to me, I spent the day or the whole, like, I mean, I have been since, um, looking and taking radical ownership, like, could I have done any differently? Did I know any differently? Did I do everything I knew how to do? Do would I do it the same now? Probably not because I'm a different person now, but like, did I did every, did I do everything to complete that energy in that moment with all the tools that I had in the person I was, you know, and did, did I tell that person that, did I manage those expectations? Did I apologize? Did I do whatever I needed to do to really complete that, that energetic exchange and, and leave everybody whole? And maybe I did, maybe I didn't compare, you know, figuratively talking about their, how they would, how they would, um, their truth in the situation. But my truth is that I did and I would do it very differently. And I am doing it very differently now. And because I went through that, I'm able to help other women prevent that from happening to them. And so that's really what this full moon is for me right now. It's just channeling this new person, this new page, this new way of, of going about my life and, and channeling her fully and completing things and then moving forward. Which I think that this, this is a point that I just want to leave people with before I want you to let them know how they can get in touch with you and get Starbucks and stuff. But it's like, you have to be really careful who you're working with, because if you are not like, if you just take any client on and you do not be, you don't keep yourself aware of the fact if someone plays victim in their life, then you will not fulfill their expectations. If they are looking to validate that principle where Mm -hmm. someone always lets them down. And Mm -hmm. if this is speaking to you right now and you feel that people always let you down, you need to really take a look at yourself because you may have let yourself down and you keep manifesting that or Mm -hmm. you don't really feel worthy of good things. And like there's, there's how can you support yourself? How can you Mm -hmm. support, how can you, how can you heal the supportive relationship and the the masculine in you that sacred masculine, that energy running through you right now that, that, wants to support you, how can you support yourself first before you can invite somebody in to support you? Mm-hmm. And be responsible for your mm-hmm. energy, no matter what it is, and own it. 
I, to me, I don't mind being wrong. I don't mind like if I did something that, you know, was like, you know, I overshot my anger, at, you know, in a moment and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I will own it. And that then you're free. You are free. And people will forgive you if you just own it. Like, uh-huh. really, honestly. But I want you to tell everybody, I know we have to end at the top of the hour and then this launches. And so tell people how they can get Spellbox and work with you. Oh, yeah. So you can you can check out Spellbox at myspellbox.com. If you order before the 20th of the month, you will get um, that month's box. If you order after, you'll get the next box. Any questions you have, there are ways to reach us on that website. And then as far as my practice goes, you can learn a little bit more about me and how I work with people um, at thepagefiliator.com. And I also have a free Facebook group. It's called Sacred Strategy with Page Filiator. And we talk all about your sacred strategy uh, for wealth, health, and abundance in your life. Beautiful. Yes. And she, I just think you're, I think you're interesting and fun too. So thank you. It's a great package. I feel the same way. Thank you. It's like totally like owning the goddess in, in mm-hmm. all forms of her. And so if you want to own your goddess, then definitely follow Paige. So thank, thank you so much, sweetie. It was so great to connect with you. We definitely have to connect again because we could talk for forever. Yes. Longer. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, thank you, everyone. This is Jenny T. Perry, and you're listening to Goddess and Gap. Bye.